What is up guys, it is Quinn here and in this video I'm going to be going through my week 16 injury report. So hitting you guys with this a day earlier, you know, just because we have so many Saturday games, you know, to get this out so you guys do have time to kind of adjust your lineups and hear my uh, feedback on some of these injuries. So I'll be running through the players who are questionable, doubtful, and then the guys who have already been ruled out for their week 16 matchups, and then just talking about like the fantasy football implication of each of these injuries. So maybe offering a replacement, or maybe just talking about like how comfortable I would be to play one of these players, even if they are a little bit banged up. As always, if you have any questions, you can drop those down below. Um, and then if you enjoy the content, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. But let's jump right into uh, some of the players who are questionable this week. So we're going to start it off here with Kenneth Walker. He's dealing with both that ankle injury, you know, that he's been dealing with over the last few weeks, and then also a back injury. Pete Carroll was pretty optimistic that he would be able to give it a go. Even dealing with these injuries, he's someone who I feel very confident throwing into my lineup as like a top 12 running back this week. Then we have Noah Fant, who is dealing with a knee injury. And actually, Noah Fant cracked my uh, tight end rankings. I think I had him at like tight end 16 or 17. And the reason for that, I'll get into it a little bit later, but Tyler Lockett not going to be playing. So I thought Noah Fant, you know, maybe could get some more reps. Him and Will Disley are splitting uh, opportunities pretty 50-50, but maybe he can get a little bit more involved. Now dealing with an injury... Just not sure, you know, how comfortable I'd be playing him. If you're super desperate, you know, I could see you throwing him in there, but definitely not like a top option this week. And then we have Marquise Goodwin, who I think a lot of people kind of like as the uh, replacement for Tyler Lockett. He's dealing with both a wrist and ankle injury. So we'll see what his status looks like. In my opinion, he kind of feels like a trap play. You know, you like the uh, guy coming in. He's going to have the solid role as the number two wide receiver. But it's easy to fall into this trap with wide receivers where you just think the backup is going to step right in. But in reality, you have to be talented enough to earn those opportunities. So I know he has had a few big games this season. I'm just not really ready to, you know, play him as like a top 36 wide receiver. Then uh, moving over to the Texans, we have Brandon Cooks questionable with that calf injury. He's missed a ton of time as of late. And then we have the guy who's kind of benefited from his injury, Chris Moore, questionable with a foot. I think uh, Brandon Cooks actually has a decent shot of playing in this game. If him and uh, Chris Moore are both active, I would obviously favor Brandon Cooks. Wouldn't love him as a play, but he's probably like right on the outside of the top 36 wide receivers. And then we have Traylon Burks, questionable with concussion. I've been a big Traylon Burks guy throughout the season. Like I always talk about him as a top waiver wire target. You know, when he's active, I do like him as a wide receiver three. But uh, with the news that Ryan Tannehill is going to be out and Malik Willis is going to be at the quarterback position, I just don't think there's going to be enough passing volume here. So I do think he's going to play this week, but I wouldn't feel super comfortable uh, throwing him into my lineup with their current quarterback situation. We have Hayden Hurst dealing with a calf. We've seen him miss the uh, past couple weeks with that injury. I think if he's able to give it a go, I'd view him as like a high-end tight end two somewhere in that like tight end 13, 14, 15 range. And then we have Ramondre Stevenson dealing with that ankle. For me, if Ramondre's in the lineup, you know, we were kind of questioning last week if he's hurt, do we still play him? He goes out, he has a huge workload. I'd expect him to play this week and I'd expect him to have a huge workload once again. For me, he is a very strong uh, running back one. And then we have his, I guess, like backup now or backfield mate, Damian Harris with that thigh injury. For me, Harris isn't startable, you know, unless Ramondre is a surprise, you know, inactive or out. And then we have uh, Jacoby Myers dealing with a shoulder injury. He's definitely fallen off as of late. He'll still be operating as the wide receiver one. We also have Devonta Parker out with, uh, I believe, a concussion. 
So, you know, maybe if you're desperate, you throw him in there as like a back end wide receiver three, but I'd prefer to have other options, you know, especially if you are in the uh, fantasy football semifinals. Then we have Deontay Johnson, questionable with a toe injury. I think, you know, we're going to see a drop off in Deontay because we're going to be going from Mitch Trubisky. Now back to uh, Kenny Pickett, who has cleared concussion protocol. So I still view Deontay as a uh, mid to back end wide receiver three if he does play. But I wouldn't be expecting the numbers we saw when Mitch was there. Because as we know, you know, Mitch just peppers Deontay with targets. Next up, we have Aaron Jones, who is dealing with a knee injury. I'd expect Aaron Jones to give it a go. He's been a limited participant throughout the week. If he plays, you got to feel very confident throwing him into your lineup. And then we also have uh, A.J. Dillon, who isn't really on the injury report because he uh, cleared concussion protocol, so he should be good to go also. I like Aaron Jones as probably an RB1 this week, and then A.J. Dillon is like a back-end RB2. We have Jeff Wilson in that matchup dealing with a hip injury. I don't really think Jeff Wilson is you know fantasy-relevant on his own. However, if Jeff Wilson misses, it definitely bumps up the uh, value of Raheem Mostert, who's probably then more of a mid-tier RB2, maybe even high-end RB2. If Jeff Wilson plays, then he's probably more of like a high-end running back three this week. We have Latavius Murray dealing with a foot injury. I do think Latavius Murray is playable as probably like a fringe top 24 running back. But if Latavius Murray is out, like I'm not trying to mess around with this backfield. I'm not trying to get cute and play a Marlon Mack. I think it's just going to be a gross situation if Latavius Murray is not able to go. And then on that same team, we have Cortland Sutton, who is still dealing with that hamstring injury. At this point, like I don't have a ton of confidence in playing. I believe he's been a limited participant this week. I think if he's out, you definitely give uh, Jerry Judy a bump, who has been playing at a high level over the past couple of weeks. For the Buccaneers, we have Julio Jones dealing with a knee injury. I wouldn't say Julio is fantasy relevant on his own. However, if you're in a deeper league and Julio is out, I think you could look to uh, Russell Gage. I don't love him as a play in like your 12-team leagues, but maybe as like a flex in a 14-16-team league, someone to look at there. And then to uh, wrap up the questionable players, we have Marquise Brown dealing with a groin injury. Honestly, just a lot of things kind of going against Marquise Brown this week. Obviously, we're dealing with uh, poor quarterback play, not a great matchup against the Bucks, and then he has struggled uh, since returning off of IR. So now we're going to shift over to the players who have already been ruled out, starting it off with Tyler Lockett. Talked about him or mentioned it a little bit earlier. He is going to be out with that hand injury. I do think it's a little bit of a bump to Geno, but I still think he's like a mid to back end uh, QB1. Like I talked about, I'm not a huge uh, Marquise Goodwin guy, even though he will be getting those wide receiver two snaps, just not super interested in playing him. I think Metcalf is a locked in top 10 wide receiver this week, operating as the uh, clear number one in that offense. And then we have Lamar Jackson, who unfortunately is out with the knee. It kind of seemed like over the past couple of weeks, they were pretty optimistic he would be able to play in week 16. That's just not the case. They're going to be rolling with Tyler Huntley, who I believe was also dealing with a uh, shoulder injury. So he's a little bit banged up, but he will be good to go. I think we can view Huntley somewhere in that like quarterback 14, 15, 16 range, somewhere in there. So if you are desperate, you could throw him in there, you know, if the waiver wire is pretty barren. I don't think he's a terrible play. Unfortunate, though, that we're not going to be getting Lamar Jackson back this week. Also, if we're looking at Mark Andrews, I think it's definitely a hit to Andrews. I believe I had him as my tight end, too. If you have one of those guys that like tight end three, four, five, six, and you just feel more comfortable with one of those guys, you don't trust Andrews, I don't think it would be crazy to uh, you know play like a Schultz or a Hawkinson over Andrews this week, maybe even a Waller if you think he's going to get a bump in usage. 
Looking at the uh, Saints here, we have two of their wide receivers, Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry out. Chris Olave dealing with a hamstring, Jarvis Landry with an ankle. This uh, Saints matchup here, I believe the weather is lined up to be like terrible. We're looking at the Saints without Chris Olave, without Jarvis Landry. I think Taysom Hill becomes a very viable option at tight end because, you know, in plus matchups where you have all your weapons, you're going to have Andy Dalton there throwing the ball. He's the better passer. But in like a, you know, gross weather game with your weapons injured, I think we could see a lot of runs from Taysom Hill. Honestly, like I feel like we could see full-on drives with Taysom Hill at quarterback just because like the weapons are going to be so poor on this team. Um, you know, maybe if you're looking at a Rashid Shahid, I guess you could play him. I personally don't love it. He kind of seems like a, you know, boomer bust play guy. And I just don't know if I'm trusting it in that weather with a lot of potential Taysom Hill usage. But I think the big winner here is Taysom Hill. If you can play him at that uh, tight end designation. I talked about it earlier. Nico Collins already ruled out with that foot. Potentially opens up an opportunity for Brandon Cooks or uh, Chris Moore. I also mentioned Ryan Tannehill out with that ankle. They'll be going with Malik Willis. Even though Willis does possess some of that rushing upside, I just don't think they're going to you know, put a huge workload on him. I feel like the passing volume is just not going to be there. And I just think he has a very, very low weekly floor. So someone who I would be fading this week. As expected, uh, Debo Samuel out with that knee injury. I know Brandon Ayuk really disappointed uh, in his first game, like with Debo out operating as the wide receiver one. I'm willing to go back to the well on Brandon Ayuk and trust him as a solid wide receiver two this week. Uh, Jalen Hurts, there was, I guess, you know, some potential that he would be able to give it a go. They officially ruled him out, so they'll be rolling with Gardner Minshew. I like Minshew as a high-end wide receiver two, probably one of the uh, most competent uh, backup quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm also not panicking on his weapons. I still like A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard as very strong plays. And then the uh, final player who has been ruled out, Colt McCoy mentioned the poor quarterback play for those Cardinals weapons. He's been ruled out with a concussion. They're going to be rolling with Trace McSorley. I think it's a hit to both D-Hop and Marquise Brown. I think early on in the week, I had uh, DeAndre Hopkins ranked as probably a high-end wide receiver too. I'd probably be moving him down mid-tier wide receiver two, maybe even like around wide receiver 20 area. It's tough because you're battling, you know, like a player who is clearly incredibly talented and has put up great production, but then you're also just looking at this situation and this could be a truly terrible performance from that Cardinals offense. So something to kind of consider over the next few days, but that is going to wrap it up for the uh, week 16 injury report. If you have any questions, you know, it doesn't have to be injury related. It could also be injury related. Drop those down below. I'll make sure to get back to you. As always, thank you guys for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.